Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. So you'll hear that a couple times in this interview because for one of the first times, we have a dual interview episode. I sat down with NFL defensive tackle and freak of an athlete, RJ Martin, as he talks about his march to the pros, his college career, and what's next for him. I also sat down with one of the best linebackers in the country in the upcoming recruiting class. He's lowered his list down to a few where of the top colleges in the nation and he's now deciding where he will spend his next four years of his college career they're both phenomenal athletes and it is a loaded and phenomenal episode you won't want to miss in these uncertain times enjoy this week's episode of ambitious and forget about what's going on in the world for a little while but first before this dual interview episode a quick word from our presenting sponsors anchor Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is a versatile defensive tackle from Adams State University. He is now a free agent in the NFL, and he is an absolute beast. Please welcome to the show, RJ Martin. RJ, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. So kind of just from where you're at right now, what is the latest on your football career? Um, right now, I'm actually signed with the uh, Amarillo Venom for this uh, upcoming season, uh, just to really gain some film and uh, really just really just get back on the field and things like that. And what league specifically is that in? Sorry. Uh, this is in the CIF, Arena Ball. Oh, okay. So kind of how did that come about, and uh, what's the deal there with how it's starting and all that kind of stuff? So I actually got contacted by the coach, um, Coach Reese out here, and he uh, gave me the contract offer. Thought about it for a little bit, talked to a few of the teammates, and I made the decision that it was the best fit for me, um, for me to play a good environment, a good team, great coaching. So everything just kind of made sense for me. And with the season, the season starts in March. And how do you feel in preparation for that? And are you excited to get back out on the football field and get some film out there for some NFL scouts and other professional leagues? Absolutely. I feel great. Um, My body's feeling a lot better. Um, Overall, I feel a lot healthier, uh, stronger, quicker, faster, more experienced. So now I'm just ready to put all that training to use and get back on the field and get back to the game that I love. I know this is a very frequently asked question to a lot of athletes, but do you feel like you, at this point in time, are in the best shape of your life right now? Um, I would say that, yeah. But I feel I would, uh, I always improve. Uh, so I, that's a, I guess this is a yes and no for me. I feel like I train enough, uh, I train to be the best that I can, but I also feel like I can be better. Uh, so I'm never really satisfied with that. Uh, aspect alone because I want to be literally can't get off the field always in great shape things like that now can you kind of take me through your high school career and what led you to Adams State University so actually in high school I played a different position I actually played linebacker and fullback in high school um, I was recruited by bigger schools D1 schools but those I fell through unfortunately and then I started getting recruited by Division two schools, and I really didn't want to leave Colorado too much, so Adam State, 
and Mesa were the two uh, front runners for me. And uh, when I went to Adams, I really felt at home. Uh, they had a really good business program also, so I figured, hey, why not? And the coaching staff at that time asked me would I be willing to change my position to D-line. And I thought about it for a little bit, and I said, of course, uh, not a big deal. And I just went through that transformation of uh, to uh, a D-lineman. Now, what, obviously you don't have to elaborate too much if you don't want to, but what kind of ended with you ending up at Adams State rather than a D1 school if you had attention there? Was it just maybe a lack of interest at when it came down to signing it or was, other factors? It was pretty much just uh, I was academically uneligible. Oh. So it was, just, it was really just that. Now, a lot of time has passed since then, and you played at Adams State, and you had a phenomenal career there. What kind of is your takeaway from your experience at Adams State and your football career there? The biggest takeaway, I guess. Really just a lot of hard work. You know, it was a big transition for me to go from linebacker to defensive line in college alone, learning the learning everything from a perfect stance, getting your hands on, hands off. You know, the vision is different from a linebacker to a D-tackle. So I would say just that that constant work was all something I took away because I was always learning something. Um, I think I became a, more coachable um, at Adams also because I kind of had to really be soaking everything in that I was getting taught from the coaches to even some of the other players. So probably really being coachable is probably my biggest takeaway. Now you play your whole career there and you had some very good success and also some struggles um, based on just looking at stats and, you know, I have seen you a lot of play, but what do you feel um, if a scout recruit or something ask you, okay, so these are your statistics at Adam State University can you explain why, obviously, you noted the transition from inside linebacker to defensive line, which is a very hard transition and a big transition, but could you kind of note why maybe the statistics weren't on a high level considering you're a very talented athlete? Um, you know, maybe the scheme, what, what we were playing, you know, if I was more just getting double-teamed against uh play uh against players so i really it i wouldn't say my film more than the stats because sometimes they didn't get all the stats in so i would say my film would be more of a reliable thing to go off of now looking back at your college career and now looking towards your professional career as you start your arena football league career how can you kind of look at it and take away what you learned in college and kind of transition that to the arena league in the sense of what you learned from being versatile and playing with um, great competition there to now going to the arena league? Um, just stay hungry, really. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of great guys, a lot of great competition. Um, just can't really take a day off. Uh, you know, I just want to make this opportunity the best opportunity that I can really show people that what I can do as a player and uh, really stand out, not necessarily uh, be mediocre or anything like that. I'm going to take, I'm taking this uh, season as mine and um, I'm glad I have a great team so we can do this together. But those would be the, the biggest things. Now you transitioned to inside linebacker or to from inside linebacker to defensive tackle. How do you feel now heading to pro football? Are you going to play linebacker in the Arena League, or are you going to continue to play defensive tackle and defensive line? 
I'm still going to play defensive line um, unless something was brought to gets brought to my attention later on. Uh, I'm going to continue to play D line. Uh, this is a position that I think is mine position. Uh, I'm just continue to grow off of my position, learning more and more to become a better defensive lineman because I was playing. I've been playing it for about four years, five years. So I want to really just keep growing and growing and growing uh, in that aspect. But I'll play all over the field, so it really. I really don't have any limitations. Now, you have played both positions. Kind of, not a football on the field style question, but sort of. Having played both positions, what is which one do you enjoy more and have more fun playing? Um, I love linebacker, um, but it was it was it was a different type. Uh, being, I was, I'm an aggressive, I'm an aggressive football player, so I like the contact. And so D line was still up my alley. As a linebacker, I was a run stop linebacker, um, always filling the gap. So I was already about that contact, about the action. So I already, it kind of already kind of goes hand in hand with me. Uh, the biggest, I guess, I would go with the D line, uh, just because it's becoming more of a learning experience. With linebacker, I felt really confident. Um, I knew a lot of good things, but I felt like now, you know, with this being my position and me continuing to learn and grow off of it, that it's definitely starting to become my favorite position. Now, what is next? Obviously, you have the Arena Football League to look forward to, but when the Arena League season ends or while you're playing, what is the ultimate goal, obviously, to get to the NFL, but what is the goal for maybe a five-year plan, I guess, in that sense? Well, my main goal is really just to grow every day, uh, stay healthy, keep balling, and to move up every time. Uh, I have a CFL workout, I think, on March 15th that I feel like I could really go out and uh, make a name for myself that day, too. Uh, but I really just feel like I just want to keep moving up if that's, uh, this year in arena moving up to uh, XFL or CFL or hopefully get a shot at the NFL. All I need is an opportunity and a shot to prove myself. Now, kind of playing a game here that I play with a couple NFL players and draft prospects from uh, last year's class and this year, uh, I'm going to say a skill, and I want you to give on a one being the worst, uh, five being the best scale, how you feel you are at that skill. Does that sound good? Okay. So, first things first, you're tackling. A five. Uh, your ability to fill gaps. You mentioned that's something that you like to do. A four. Your leadership ability. Leadership ability? Mm-hmm. A five. Football IQ. And your versatility? A four. Athleticism? A five. And pass rush? A four. Three, three point five. And then last question is your run-stopping ability, I guess. A four. Is there anything there maybe that I didn't note that you believe makes you uh, an exceptional player, uh, like another trait or talent that kind of stands out to you when you look at your game that makes you um, an incredible athlete, I guess, in that sense? Uh, just 
the way I work, uh, hardworking, dedicated. Um, adversity doesn't affect me, and that's just where I, I display down. I, I'm a fighter. I always fight back, uh, and that's, that's probably another big thing about me. Now, with uh, the development of a new professional league in the XFL as a um, alternative, I guess, in the spring to the NFL, if you had the opportunity to play in the XFL, would you take it? Is that part of the moving up plan, or is it uh, AFL, CFL? Oh, absolutely would. And kind of looking back at your career to this point, obviously you've been very successful, but if you could change... One thing from whether it be high school, college, uh, where you're at now, if there's one thing you would change, what would it have been? I wish I would have had my senior year defensive line coach my whole college career. <laughs> Kai, coach Ty Ellis. He was he really changed my game and only uh, a season that I we got to work together. And after like if he would have came in when I was you know, freshly learning a position that he could have had me even, I would say much better than what I was. Um, so that would be my biggest thing. I wish I would have had him all throughout college. Now, off the field, who has had the biggest impact on your career? Um, that's, a, that's like a group thing. It's my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my whole family is just, you know, hardworking. My mom, uh my dad, my uncles, my grandfather, my grandparents, everyone, you know, it was really sacrificed for me. Uh, I really worked hard, so I, I definitely, it's all of them in the one, because I carry them on the field and the weight room with me. Uh, I'm doing just because I know that, you know, they sacrificed for me and they uh, worked very hard to raise me and give me an opportunity to succeed. Now, on the field, you did mention your um, defensive line coach, but who has had the biggest impact on your career? On the field? Yes. Like a player? Yes. Um, in high school, was definitely Ray Lewis. Uh, as I started transitioning, it was Reggie White and uh, Aaron Donald. Now, off the field, who is R.J. Martin? A real laid back guy, you know. I'm a grad school. Uh, just like to hang out, have a good time, work out with my friends, um, play basketball sometimes too. Just laid back off the field. Now, before I ask my final question and kind of close out the interview, I do want to, not a question, but give you uh, a statement of recognition for what you did for the Boys and Girls Club uh, with a fellow NFL free agent. So could you kind of elaborate on that for my listeners? Um, it was just an opportunity where we could give back to, you know, some of the less fortunate boys and girls. And I actually used to go to a Boys and Girls Club when I was uh, younger. So when I knew that they were doing a drive for kids, I knew I wanted to be a part of it. Um, everybody deserves to have a toy on Christmas. So I just really, I was blessed, fortunate, honored that I could be a and It would be something that I definitely would want to be a part of for years to come. And my final question for you, RJ, is when I ask every guest, so take as much time as you want to answer. It's a big question, but when it's all said and done, football career, post-football career, whatever happens in your life, what do you want the legacy of RJ Martin to be? 
legacy of me. I want the, my legacy to be. Um, that's a good question. Put it in one word. Uh, as much as you want. You said put it in one word. Oh no! As many words as you need to get the point across. Okay. Well, I pretty much just want to be known as the hardest working, best leader best overall person on and off the field. I don't want to be dead or be categorized into one thing, just a football player or just a person. I, mm-hmm. I want to be it all. Um, so I want that to really be my legacy. Like, yeah, he was a dog on the field, but very respectful and, you know, community-oriented and things like that off the field. So if that kind of makes it there, that, that's what might be my legacy. Well, RJ, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on Ambitious. I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your upcoming um, endeavors with football, and I do not doubt you're going to have a lot of success. Before we close out the interview, I do want to give you the opportunity to plug your social medias, uh, close out with a statement, whatever you would like to do before we close out the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, My Instagram name is uh, RJ92Problems with a Z. My Twitter is RJ3143, and my Facebook is RJ Martin. Um, everybody can look at my college uh, highlight tape, and then a lot of, I've posted a lot of my workout videos on my progression on my Twitter and things like that. So you can follow me and kind of keep up with the journey. Ladies and gentlemen, that was RJ Martin. Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is an absolute beast from Georgia. He is a four-star prospect right now, but by the end of his senior season, it is not a doubt in my mind he will be a five-star prospect. He had 14 sacks last season from Mount Zion High School. He is a beast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Trent Elias. Tatum, how's it going? Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. So starting with that number, 14 sacks. That's a very impressive number. What other numbers that maybe I didn't find out about kind of jump out on the stat sheet from last season for you? Uh, I had 14 sacks. I had 98 solos, 31 tackles for loss. Wow. So that's very impressive, and you were a very good at getting in the backfield. So do you feel at the next level you will be very good at, you know, rushing the passer and getting back there and getting to the running back? So would you say that you're kind of listed as a linebacker. Would you say you fit more as an outside linebacker then? No, nah, not really. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think what comes with being a good inside linebacker, you got to know how to be. Know how to pass rush and be an outside linebacker. So I feel like I'm more of an inside linebacker that just knows everywhere on the field. So you're very versatile. How would you feel you are as you say you are as a leader, as a junior from last season? Now you're going to be a senior next year and kind of be forced to step up a little bit on the team. Do you think you're going to be able to handle that? Oh, I've, I've been hesitant since I was in tenth grade. It's mm-hmm. uh, my role in you know, defense is a big part of being a leader. 
So do you feel that with all you've done in high school, you are deserving a five-star rating at this point, or do you think that you still have more to prove that you haven't yet proved? I do. I have more to prove. So how excited are you for your senior year? Uh, you say again? Oh, how excited are you for your season or your senior season? I'm very excited. I'm uh, very excited. <laughs> so you guys went three and eight last year. How do you feel you guys are going to be able to improve this year? And specifically, how do you feel you're going to be able to help the team grow with your play? Last year we didn't have the best season, but uh, this year it's a lot of change going on uh, as far as coaching, player wise, uh, and I think we're gonna be good. We're gonna be straight. We just we working together, and we just. Now, you have worked very hard, obviously, to get where you're at, and you have been very rewarded. At this point in time, can you give an estimate number of how many colleges have offered you a scholarship? Uh, when I'm mistaken, 23, 24. Wow. And at this point in time, you said you are, from what I've seen, you're down to eight schools. Would you like to list them off quickly? Can you say it again? Could you list off, so from what I've seen, you're down to eight uh, schools. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. So, from what I've seen, you're down to eight schools. Would you be able to list those eight, the top eight? Uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Arkansas, Virginia, Oklahoma, Mississippi State. Of those schools, which, at this point in time, is there one you think's in the lead, or would you rather not divulge that information yet, or are there a couple that are standing out above the rest? <laughs> at what time are you uh, like what time table are you looking at for making your decision December Sunday and at this time is there any are, would there be like a fluctuation in your top group if uh, another school offered you that you really like or are you set with this group right now uh, I know when the times come as you're looking forward to signing day, but also focusing on your season, do you think there's anything in your game you need to work on next season? Yeah, I need to work on a lot. That's why I'm getting started right now. That's why I don't think I should be. That's why I'm still working to be a five-star. I know it's a lot that I have to improve on. Now, what would you say your best, uh, I guess, aspect of your game is? Your pass rush or your leadership ability? If you just had to pinpoint one trait that stands out above the rest for you. Uh, my leadership skills. I can lead on and off the field, and it translates to the game. Now, do you feel you're uh, fast in the sense of, do you think you have good sideline-to-sideline ability, or are you more of a... Um, able to be a pass rusher and be a, um, I guess, ta- a good tackler without that. I'm a sideline to sideline, Other than defense, what, if you're playing offense, what positions have you played? I did see you play a little basketball, too, as well. Are you, from your eyes, do you think you're very good at that, or do you think that you have room to improve, or what is your opinion on your basketball abilities? I'm not the best, but I can play. I'm just a good player. 
<laughs> Do you think that maybe in college you'll try to walk on and try to be a basketball and football player? Now, growing up in, or I assume you grew up in Georgia, or is that correct? Or? Yeah, I grew up in Georgia my whole life. I've been in Georgia my whole life. Are you a Falcons fan, or are you a fan of another team? I'm a Falcons fan in Green Bay. Hmm. Now, in other sports, like basketball, are, there, are you Georgia-born, or, or do you fluctuate as well on that? Now, on the field, is there a player, um, maybe an NFL player right now, that you try to model your skills after or, or kind of idolize? Uh, yeah, it's a Deion Jones in college. Uh, I look more looking up to Kenneth Murray, uh, Patrick McQueen. Yeah. Now, off the field, who has had the biggest impact to your career? You you think you have? Yeah, I think I, I think I'm, I play a big role in in my success right now. And on the field, who would you say has had the biggest impact on your career? Uh, my coaches they push me. Every single coach I had they push me. Now, obviously, you're a very good player, and you're on the, I guess, NFL pathway. Would you say that that's a reasonable expectation for you to be in the league in a few years? Yes, sir. And is that your, I assume that's likely your dream, to be an NFL player? Yeah. Would you, yeah. Would you like to be a Falcon or a Packer, or are you going to be happy wherever you are just to be living your dream? Anywhere I'm at, I just want to be there. Well, Channel Ass, I'm very excited for you, and I'm excited for what you can do at the next level as well. Before I close out, I do want to ask you one final question, and it's a little bit of a bigger question, but I do ask every guest on the show this. So take as much time as you want. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, your football career, your life in general, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, I want to be more of a motivation speaker to like, all the kids that like want to do play sports and wants to be an athlete. I just want to be on to go around talking to them like Eric Thomas. Or go around talking to all the young kids. Well, Channel Asim, thank you very much for taking the time to come on and I do want to give you an opportunity before we close out to plug your social media, say whatever you want before we close out and yeah. uh, follow me on Instagram at ASVP train, Twitter underscore Trinilis T and well, thank you very much for coming on, and that was Trinalias Tatum. Once again, I want to thank Trinalias Tatum and RJ Martin for taking the time to come on Ambitious. It was a lot of fun to sit down with both guys and talk about their futures, and both of them have very, very bright futures. If you enjoyed this week's episode, give us a five-star rating in the Apple Podcast Store, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Tune in next Tuesday for another great episode. We have a lot of content coming up that's very exciting, and we would like you guys to stay tuned for. 
We also have our Instagram at Ambitious Podcast, Twitter at Ambitious with DP. We have merch. DM us. Our new order is coming in soon. We are sold out of the previous order, but our new order will be coming in well when all of this craziness is over and we do have a youtube ambitious with dylan price and we are going to be posting more and more content on there in the coming weeks we'll tune in next week for another episode of ambitious